Well, the bots in. Looks like they are, right? Yep. The bots okay. are live, just like your face in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 176 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. And we are here this week, after our introductions, to talk about all the new stuff, season 18, and our preview of Lightfall. Hey, gentlemen, doing, I'll start with Des tonight. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Having some issues with things hopefully it doesn't come through too bad okay but just the fact that you said you're doing all right is something right yeah yeah well, the issues are tech side my connections i'm absolutely awful but then again it rained and uh, this area doesn't handle that very well so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh okay sin so if i sound weird Oh, you sound great. No, sounds good. See the okay. Here's the thing, and I'm sure people can attest to this. Even in your worst technical issues, or I don't know, somehow you do it. Sin often sounds worse than you for not having technical issues. <laughs> Wait, Sin, I haven't Sometimes. heard the sound yet. Are you on the different mic tonight, or I am? I am on the um the the sure mic. Yes. All right. But it does come out in post because I can see it and I can basically mute that part of the track. So you just annoy us live and then at least the people listening <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, hopefully well, everything stays, stays well for your connection, Des. What's new, Sin? Yeah, you, you talked about before show you will probably be doing a new job again. Tell us about that if you want. Yes, yeah, so it's uh, not really a new job. It's basically the last job I was at in the car business as a sales manager. Um, I basically got the offer to go back and and web. So I'll start over. I interviewed with them on uh, Wednesday and went really well. It was like over an hour's worth. And you know, we were talking. I originally went in for internet sales manager, but um, they basically threw on me when I was there that. You know, with my experience and being with them before, knowing what they were looking for, that uh, they would be better suited to be a sales manager instead of an internet sales manager. So that's what they offered me. Today, I got the call. Um, I haven't got my pay plan yet, uh, but they said uh, it's mine and I'll have the pay plan tomorrow. And we're recording on Thursday, so it'll be Friday. I should have it. Payment plan. So you have to pay them to work there. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my compensation structure, I should say. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds funny, right? 
this is your payment plan. Uh, you owe us. <laughs> you owe us everything. Uh, yeah. But I'm excited. It'll be uh, getting back into more money, uh, which is good. I've been living on very little money for the past year or so. Basically not what I've been used to. So it'll be good to get caught up on things again and have a little extra. Okay. <laughs> right on. Okay, well, we have a lot to talk about. Um, Except for how you're doing first. Uh, <laughs> Don't you uh me. I am actually feeling better now, even within the last 10 minutes. I uh, busted out a um, Pepsi Zero to get a little caffeine in my system, but I was feeling extremely tired today different than normal not like you know your body you can kind of feel if things are off a little bit and it's i'd gotten enough sleep the night before and things like that so i don't know what was but then i had to just lay down take a couple other naps and then when i woke up i was feeling like horrible like something was off something was wrong like sick or something but there's no other symptoms right now other than the tiredness which is getting a little better so maybe i'll just ignore it and it'll pass Hopefully, but hopefully, uh, we have Lightfall to talk about season 18 uh, to talk about and uh, more. So let's get into it. We had uh, the showcase, and <clears throat> the showcase showed us Lightfall trailer, a couple other details about Lightfall, and then you know they told us about the season, and then they announced some slight changes on how things are going to be happening with Destiny in the future also. But let's talk about the Lightfall uh, trailer. I can tell it's still... I don't know. I feel like... Oh, and by the way, Lightfall's release date is February 28th next year, so bravo on them for uh, yeah. not pushing back at all. Or, uh, no. That's a better way of saying it, yeah. At least yet. Yeah, least- yeah. Yeah, things could still change, but the reason I was mentioning that is I feel like with the trailer they showed us, and then other than that little trailer when they were showing us other things in the game, it was all either like concept art or pre-alpha footage where they didn't have all the shading in and everything, and I I felt like Lightfall doesn't seem very uh, done yet, if that makes sense. Did anyone other get that impression? I mean, it would make sense. I personally have a theory that... uh... Maybe they didn't because they added a whole new expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm wondering if that's helping them kind of, you know, split the stories. So that way, maybe they don't have to delay this one. I'm wondering. Oh, okay. That's my theory, anyway. Sin, did you watch? I know you were working, I think. Did you watch I was, much I was of the working. showcase? Other than the official trailer part, did you watch the other little scenes where they were showing things about Lightfall? Yes, I caught um, bits and pieces, really, of it. And so you were you were questioning you know, whether it seemed complete. Um, I knew you had mentioned kind of in Discord, uh, was it the other night, that the graphics were kind of, what did you call it? Oh, to Different. me, they looked like 
cheesy, kiddish. <laughs> right. The Buzz Lightyear. Uh, well, I was going to get to that too. Thing. Thanks for changing the subject, Sid. <laughs> no, go, go, go for it. <laughs> but um, no, other than that, you know, I do think I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about it. Right. So, you know, the new, the new uh, tormentors that are coming. Is that what they're called? Tormentors? Am I calling them right? I think it is. Yeah. And you think it's Dementors, but Tormentors, they, <laughs> it's not Harry they, Potter. From from what it looked like, and from the see, I I haven't even gone back to watch this a second time, so I'm very limited knowledge on this. I was just more excited to hop in the new season, but they show a picture, and it looks like, if I'm not mistaken, to me, it almost looks like a similar idea, but way more beefed up to like what Rock looks like. Right. Very much that's but with the very similar scythe. design. Right. And this Those guy was like cool. broader shoulders and everything. But yeah, they have the torment to tormentors. Right. And then from what we understand, it's Callus with, with an army of his loyal cabal and uh some tormentors thrown in, and it's gonna be on Neptune. And the city looks very colorful, kind of like a uh, cyberpunk feel to it. Yes. Lots of reds and greens and neons and things like that. And Lots then, of strands. Uh, yeah, and then Guardians running away from the Cabal <laughs> doing <laughs> Spider-Man moves. <laughs> so Spider-Man meets uh, cyberpunk. Meets Destiny. <laughs> meets Destiny. Meets, meets Buzz Lightyear title. Bumped. <laughs> And uh, into sprinkling of Fortnite and Fall Guys. Well, yeah, that's the current <laughs> stuff. But uh... no, I'm actually excited about it, though. Either way, um, I think it's going to be a good season. It's going to be interesting to see how you know Strand does affect things. Um, basically, lassoing on or attaching to thin air and just yanking yourself through the air. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's wild. I don't understand what's going on there. I mean, I do, but... And then I saw something on Twitter. Someone said, does that mean like you can... Because they made it sound like you can attach to any point on the space, air or buildings or geometry or whatever. But then I don't know why someone would even assume this, but they're like, can you like go through things? And then some developer wrote back, no, it's just points that are like in the outside space. <laughs> Come on now. But... Even just the air. I mean, that's interesting. Uh, and I assume this oh. is going to be to anywhere in any area of the game, not just Neptune. Or do you were we able to go through the air? That's going to be such a different feel. Like if we're like going around Nessus and we jump from that high tower, and then we have the ability to kind of like, it seems like it may be going, yeah, swing out. Maybe it's you're still kind of gradually going down over time, but maybe in practicality we can kind of stay up high for a long time going forward what does this mean like in the raids too like with the jumping puzzles like what does this all mean <laughs> oh god I, I actually imagine this could be a nightmare stone one wrong yeah. swing and you're just flying out into space <laughs> <laughs> or can you swing in space when you're in the DSC <laughs> jumping puzzle <laughs> oh, it, it could be the it could be the end of people jumping. I was like, just get there without me. <laughs> yeah. 
So if I'm not mistaken, the new subclass ability is called Strand. Strand, yes. Um, what I know about it is um, it, it even despite it looking like Hive Soulfire, it is a psychic ability that apparently Guardians are discovering for the first time. Wow, we're psychics, huh? But that is that is some words I seem to remember hearing them say also when they were oh, yeah. you know, no, the, sh the showcase, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not new concepts. Uh, and in fact, Callus's entire power set in Leviathan was dealing with psychic energy, science, or psychics. I mean, so it's not a new concept, at the very least. Mm -hmm. Um so I'm kind of liking the way it's going rather than... Because, of course, uh, Strand, there we go, uh, was leaked beforehand, but, you know, it's very much different. Uh, actually, it's quite drastically different from what the things we had heard. So there's no telling what kinds of, like, developmental things have went through, you know? Yeah. The green but, uh, color was right, but a lot of people were thinking like a poison subclass or yeah. things like that. So. Yeah, so it's interesting because apparently people are also equating it to like the manifestation of string theory, apparently, because it's apparently sourced from alternate realities or something to the effect. Yeah, yeah, I, that makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, again, and again, it's like entirely not a new concept in Destiny because that was the entire thing for uh, Season of the Undying. Uh, that's why the Undying Mind kept returning during that season because it was Undying Minds of different, like, realities and... Yeah, it's essentially multiverse strike string theory that we're manifesting, and it's a, it's a very cool concept. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it is the fact that Guardians are getting it for the first time. I don't particularly like that writing style, but it's how they went. So not like yeah. I can argue with it. <laughs> I just don't see how these beings who've existed uh, for countless ages of universes before us and nobody else found this. Okay. All right. All right. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We got really lucky. <laughs> right. Hmm. Well, there's not too much we know. There's some cool trailers. They they showed us some things. Um we uh, they, they like I said they changed the font from last year. The Lightfall logo was this cool dark pyramid thing and now it's like Lightfall like all bright with like Buzz Lightyear font stuff on. <laughs> It's it's funny how you keep calling it Buzz Lightyear font, but it's it's like almost legitimately like Star Trek. Yes, almost. I that too. But okay, well, I like I like fonts that are just a little more business or militaristic, if that makes sense. But and I do appreciate the Star Trek font in a way. But I guess I'm with all these like purpley colors and yeah, air things. <laughs> I liked it before the the little Lightfall logo that they had, but it seems. Like it's a little bit different feel now. 
from sure. infinity like, and beyond. Because one hundred percent, like yeah, design is what like eighty percent of like feel of everything. Basically, mm-hmm. I mean they could use, they could use Comic Sans or Times New Roman, and it would probably <laughs> still have the same feel if they have the same like you know design concept behind it. Yeah, Comic Sans, right? That'd be <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Okay, so we, a couple other things that are exciting. They are going to be adding in in the Lightfall year. In-game, totally revamped, much better LFG finding. Pretty exciting. Yeah, they showed a lot of screenshots and all sorts of things with Guardian ranking systems to accommodation cards that people can, you know, give you in different categories for positive behavior and ranking systems for when you help people, you can earn certain ranks on that. And uh, I think it's great. And I hope that obviously this in-game LFG also means that you could potentially, if you want, do things like these master, um, uh, like for example, the new activity, uh, they have a master version that you got to bring a team in. It's not auto match made, but if you can LFG in game, well, I'm sure you can. Yeah. And then, and then do it that way because already you can LFG through the destiny app, but LFG in game is just going to make it that much easier. Yeah. They are also getting a saved loadout system, a single screen where you can place all your mods and then save and switch loadouts on the fly. Um, yeah. Interesting. And then... Oh, did you have something to say about that? Uh, all, I, all I was going to say is like anyone that's like cutting... Anyone that would get started into build crafting knows, like, I, I definitely understand like the the new player uh, recommendation of using like DIM or just target like third party app. Because once you get started in build crafting, it becomes a nightmare. Usually, like holding on to a piece of armor or trying to remember which piece of armor is what. So yeah, endgame loadouts is going to be fantastic. It is. Yeah, I, I've been running to this a little bit more. Even there's been a lot of talk about how people don't need necessarily tons of different armor sets for different builds. But at times, slowly over time, you may want it because it can make your life easier. I, I'm finally getting to the point where I actually do think I may want a different armor set for a void build. Maybe not solar so much because my solar build, a lot of what I was doing wasn't so much on mods. I mean, of course, it always can be, but more generic mods. And then an arc, I just finally switched to a tentative arc build, which I'll talk about a little bit later on. But I was just thinking last night when I was going through this, I was writing down just on a piece of paper. And for actually, no, I was using the notepad on my computer. So I don't know why I was thinking that. I was writing down something else earlier. But all the mods and specifics for what I had in there. So when I swapped over and changed my exotic for this arc build, I would have the ability to go back in case this uh, doesn't go well. You know, uh, also, and who knows if they fix this today or not because of some other reasons too, how Arc on Warlock <laughs> resilience is an issue right now, and also Titan. 
We'll get to that in a second. Um, the last thing I wanted to say real quick is they are not going to put in the content vault any expansions anymore starting today, which means everything that's in the game, Shadowkeep on for expansions-wise, will stay in the game. Yay? Yes. I mean, sure. I think great. their exact statement was they've been working on the engine, right? They said they've been tuning some things in the background so that they can hold on to some of those things. But I'll tell you what, this is actually in a way more proof to me that we're not getting everything back anytime soon, if at all. Know, right? a few reasons, and right, yeah, Des is probably understand what I'm saying too. The fact that they're just starting with Shadowkeep forward, they said they're not going to be, they're not bringing in Red War and Forsaken. They're just doing Shadowkeep on, so we're not getting back the old stuff. And they did confirm they're still getting rid of the seasonal stuff at the end of each expansion year. So we're not keeping yeah. everything. We're this isn't this panacea of like everything Destiny ever made always in the game. Yes, it's better, but it's not everything. Don't get too excited, Sen. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't <laughs> even care about Shadowkeep, though. It's kind of, it would have been nice if they could have brought back Forsaken or Red War. But uh, yeah. whatever. It's at least okay. start in the right direction. Well, sure. It, whatever. And it was interesting design and philosophy on that. Just a big overall thing. And uh, um, But we do need to remind people because... I think some people think like nothing's changing from this point on. Well, we still are going to have, unless, you know, they could change on this too. But as of today, they're still saying seasonal activities will go away um, after the yeah. expansion year. And that's a, at least a fair amount of content. So that's kind of probably by design too, so that they can get back a little bit of gigabytes before they add the next expansion, yeah. you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, because, yeah, they're probably tuning things, but, I mean, they probably still can't keep absolutely everything they introduce, especially with the seasons getting, like, larger, essentially. Yeah. So what this can mean, think about this, everyone, the Leviathan play space very likely will go away at the beginning of Lightfall because that's considered seasonal content. Yes. The derelict Leviathan will leave. Because we'd even mentioned that was one of the first times they've ever added a play space, not just an activity, but a play space in a season, let alone, you know, in an expansion. And so uh, since that's a season yeah. thing, it's very likely it's going away. I don't know. I, I feel like we might, it, it might serve because going back to the Lightfall trailer, like, was it just me or is there potentially like a Leviathan esque thing happening in some trailers? Or, oh, um, yeah. Essentially. Well, Kals has his new huge ship, which is really cool looking. That's kind of floating yeah. over Neptune. But yeah, I think there was something with the Leviathan also. So potentially. Yeah, potentially. But uh, yeah, very interesting, though. And also to know that those loyalist cabals probably aren't actually cabals because, like, one of the biggest points of last season was the fact that there were no living loyalists left on the Leviathan. Mm. They were all taken over by Agricor. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was like a mini plot point, was the fact that most of the living Cabal, 
like they either died there or they left the Leviathan. So what we're fighting is some kind of like egregore clones or something. Yeah. Okay. Weird stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which is probably how Callus still has an army of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, you know, at the end of last season, we had the Egregore taking over the helm on that last week. And I guess we've already fumigated it because it is gone. <laughs> but we now have in the very interesting, they put it in just a little small, that middle. Okay, you know, you, you beam in and you have like oh. the postmaster and everything. And then you go, if you were to go straight down the hallway, you have the war table. But just in that little hallway before that is where they put the seasonal vendor. The what's it called? The star chart. I keep wanting to call it the Star Lord, but uh, yeah, star chart. Yeah, that is the seasonal vendor right there, where you can buy all your upgrades and everything. And on the other side of that, without necessarily spoiling everything, but people do look across the aisle away from that because that's where you need to place things. A lot of people were missing that on the last step of the quest. Because they don't make it totally obvious. Think about how we would place the little callous bobbleheads, you know, down yeah. in that area. But there's a placing area too, but it's just across the way and not totally obvious. <clears throat> All right, this season is a blast. Season eighteen, season of plunder. And Joe and them had mentioned too how. We had a couple of like darker seasons and they wanted to throw one in before it gets crazy again next season to kind of like a light hearted, you know, well, fun, yeah. swashbuckling type season. <laughs> and that it is. I did love that uh that part of the trailer. Um where they're describing like these fallen or whatever. And they ask for like the human term of it, and the dripture just has this smile. <laughs> it's like, pirate. <laughs> it's like, okay, I like that moment. <laughs> that was a great moment. There's so many great lines and dialogues in this, and a lot of the characters they have really funny names, and we've been renaming some of us in the Discord. So they have like these unstoppable champions running at you, and they're called ruffians, and so Sin's a ruffian right now, and then they have an overload champion called a saboteur, and so I'm a saboteur right now, and and one of the uh, shank bosses for the first week seasonal activity, his name is I-I, and it's spelled A-Y-E dash I. <laughs> yeah, which is entirely the exact... I'm guessing they also had way too much fun making a grasp of avarice. Yeah. It's that same um, feel, yeah. Yeah, because you had the shank that was R R R M A M eight T Y or something like that. R maybe. Yep, and we have a scurvy, uh, like an NPC helper character that you can upgrade and use in the activity, and that's spelled S C U R dash V. <laughs> is he the servitor? Nice. I think Sin. I don't remember which one scurvy is. The spider I, servitor, but yeah, I don't remember which one. But uh, oh, and spider's back, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was in the trailer. Yep, that's true. I was surprised that they brought him back this soon. Yeah. So this this uh, they they start you off, the, and this seasonal activity is a blast. Um, 
six player activity and uh you're aboard a ship and uh you're just you know it's like people are attacking yours and then you have to align these cannons and hold down some plates and all of a sudden then you hear the all aboard sound the do you know and then it's like amazing and then you you go through uh a cannon and they blast you over to the um ship that you are trying to board <laughs> and holy cow it's one of you know one of the huge catches so you go all throughout it it's it's so fun a lot of movement there are three different possible zones in the ship but you do two per time so it's like a mini version of uh menagerie you know where there's like different possibilities but you don't get every one each time and then you always yeah. end with the top where you're above deck and the final battle is up there and it's just so much fun <laughs> just ad density is great they did a good amount of ad density tons like millions of just like i don't remember seeing so many shanks in the sky all together and so many just like small fallen like groups of like 15 will come out at a time like just it's not necessarily hard on the normal mode but it's it's just fun 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 and they kind of i think they use the same music as the grasp of avarice dungeon for the most part i don't know sin if you notice the music much there's definitely i think it's all the same music but kind of mixed up they may have added some original music too. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, to be honest, if assets there, you might as well use it. It worked well. Yeah, it worked really well. Yeah, and in the uh, the encounters before, you either have a a tank room where you gotta destroy two spider tanks, or you have a uh, servitor. Um, like a security room where there's like this server with a shield around it and like turrets near it. And it's like all the treasures in there and you're trying to uh, unlock the shield on the servitor and then basically destroy the servitor. It's a really cool idea. And then there's the third possible room is uh, ether storage tanks and you need to blow up a bunch of them. So, so that's that's really activity. a cool encounter for sure. Oh yeah, a lot of fun. And the way the loop is working so far is they mentioned that there's three activities to do. I would say there's two, but then there's also like little mission things too. And there's two different types of mission things. But uh, the second activity you do is called, oh, excur what's it called? Expedition or excursion? Now I feel silly. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Let's see here. It is expedition. called expedition, yes. And that is a three-player activity where you're just on a planet doing something right now. This week, it is Europa. And you are basically drilling for treasure. And then eventually, it's the, the exotic-type Ingram-looking things. And you have to throw them into a little vehicle that's storing them. And, of course, ads all around trying to mess you up. And there's some movement there and, and whatnot. And then the last thing that you do after you run those that loop for a bit for the week is there's a little final mission. Uh, and I forget that was called, but it was almost like like a mini Lost Sector thing, but this was a new play space that they built out. I don't remember seeing it anywhere else before. And you kind of go into what it feels like a Lost Sector. There's like a little mission, and then there's a, a boss at the end. And then you kill that. 
And then I noticed also that on the rank up bar at the vendor, they are, for lack of a better term, I call them message in a bottle, little things. Uh, but they are the type of things that I always love doing. Like I think Destiny needs more of this in here, little fetch quests of things to do that aren't really like required or necessary, but if you're bored and want to do something that's like slightly different, I don't mind things that say, go to this corner of Venus that you haven't been to forever into this little tucked away area over there and just interact with something and then go over here and do that because it gets me to actually go out in these areas that I haven't cared to go to for quite a while. And what's more is this is like a little, um, it's like a treasure map thing where they give you words. It's super easy, but they give you like little hints on where to find things. Kind of like, remember we had the Cade 6 things. What were those things called way back? Very similar idea. I feel like there was... Were they not treasure maps? Scout, yeah. uh, recon. recon. Either recon intel or some kind of scout something. Yeah, a very similar feel. And with these, you know, you'll go and interact with a couple things and then one point in the middle will say like do a strike okay whatever but then after that it just has you go to a couple other locations and do things and then there and then the final clue is like okay in this area there will be a treasure thing somewhere and so you kind of know the area to look and then once you get to the right exact area it'll be obvious because on the ground there's that green uh, fallen marking on the ground and then you can interact with it and then get your reward so pretty nice. cool, I think. All right. Um, yeah, uh, we had some comments in the uh, live chat. Um, we definitely have another season, obviously, after this. This season seems to be about 15 weeks. Uh, they confirmed it's going, we weren't sure exactly when, but they confirmed it's going till, what, November? Let me look at the calendar here. November 29th. Yeah, because I mentions it ends on December the 6th. December the 6th? Yeah, oh. this would be the end That's date right. of the season. That's right, yeah, because it, it was even one more week than I thought. But then after that, the next season isn't going to be that short because February to February 28th, that could be, you know, like a, 12-week season versus like how we often have 13. Yeah. This, this time it's like 15 or whatever. Hey, it won't be like a 30-week season. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't really say the next one will be short. I mean, shorter than this season by a couple of weeks, but uh, pretty pretty normalish length. To be honest, it will be short compared to our last two final seasons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it may not, feel not, short. Yeah, I was about to say, not to beat a dead horse, but yeah, I mean, we've had some insane last season, past couple of years, but this one should just be normal, which I guess is kind of bad because that technically means it will be short. Yeah. Yep. So it's basically looks like it's about two months and three weeks versus three months. So just short of a normal three three months. So. Yeah. Who but knows? Anyways. Maybe something happens to explain it. Yeah. But like, yeah, maybe there's a story of... reason that we're quite short. Like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Like Talos crashing the party or something. And again, super impressive that uh, as of right now, we are on track for February 28th. 
Which is nice. I, I was not actually expecting a hard release date when it came to the reveal, because I don't even think they did that for Witch Queen. I think it was a loose date at best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the fact that they're giving us a hard date, I mean, they have to be confident in it. Yeah. Because, like I said, the last two years, they've not given us this much of a date this soon. So, cool news. Yeah. Well, there's definitely been some craziness going on. Uh, We... They have disabled heavy grenade launchers altogether, except for a couple exceptions, Parasite and uh, Salvager Salvo, or whatever. I forget what the other one was. Um, but uh, I Salvation. guess... Salvation. That's what it was. Yeah, I'm like, that's not a Salvation <laughs> script. But people were running the numbers, and they were thinking it, instead of a 10% buff, they were getting anywhere between 150 to 250% buff. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. No wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were showing, there was little videos going around already, even just single guardian doing Riven, and they didn't, they didn't one phase it with single guardian, but they, they got the bar down to like 80% done just with one guardian <laughs> doing grenade launcher on Riven. <laughs> it was two point some million. I think the damage number showed. Yeah. Well, it was also going through a Titan um, super, the, uh, what's that? Warded on, uh, yeah, we're, but still, <laughs> yeah. So that heavy grenade launchers are disabled right now. Yeah, understandably. Yep, and there was a little patch, uh, quick fix patch that just went through an hour or so ago, and I haven't seen any notes on what it has fixed yet. So I want to talk about that if there are notes, but it looks like. It obviously didn't fix the grenade launch issue. I wonder, though, if it did fix this other issue right now. Not Hunters, but Warlocks and Titans on Arc are not getting damage resistance based on your uh, resilience level. Uh, People ran the numbers and show no matter if you were 0 or 100, you have the same damage resistance on Warlock and Titans using Arc, not on Solar. And I forget what they said about Void, but uh, just Titans and Warlocks on Arc. So that's I mean, a thing. All, I was to say, all I heard you say is Hunters are best class, so... <laughs> what it's telling me, Des, is if this doesn't get fixed soon, when I run into King's Fall this weekend, I might switch back to Solar. <laughs> right? If I'm not or just kidding. run your Hunter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should do that, but I but I have been I have been you know wanting to check all the new stuff on my main first. Uh, have you, yeah. Sin? Have you? Fe- I mean, it's easy to say after the fact. Yeah, I felt a little squishier, but have you? Do you think you've noticed anything? What What do you think about it, Sin? I mean, I switched back to solar. I mean, that's how bad it's felt. Oh, you actually okay? See, I didn't feel that bad on my warlock. Yeah, but you were noticing it a lot. Yeah, it felt like it was going pretty quick, like quicker than normal. And, you know, the damage test that they showed, it was basically three shots instead of five, which you should have been getting. Yeah, yeah. They had someone that actually tested in a, with some ads shooting them and <clears throat> ran all the different numbers. But uh, I, I can't say that I totally was feeling it. 
I, I think I did notice it a little bit in the three-player activity. But when we're in the six-player activity, there's so many Guardians around with all these supers. It's like it's easy to kind of not worry about the ads killing you as easily. But then I, when I hopped in the expedition activities, I do think I was like, oh, yeah, why am I dying a little easier? And I just felt like it was like maybe I just wasn't used to stuff, but I still have 100 resilience right now, even with this uh, change of armor and arc build that I did. So um, I don't know, but uh, we will see if that gets fixed soon or not. But something to keep in mind in case you haven't been keeping up on the news, people realize that and then Bungie did confirm it today in a uh, known issue help article. Sin, so sin isn't thunderclapping cheeks. Well, I mean, yeah. If you switch I back, I tried it but, once. I tried it once. You should still try it <laughs> some sin. I mean, like unless you're doing like raid stuff, it's easy to do arc for the all the other seasonal activity stuff. What do you think of arc titans so far? Of what you have tried? Not bad so far. Um, I have only tried thunder crash, so that's I'm limited on everything that I've tried in that regards. But it feels pretty good. I mean, as far as like the chaining lightning and everything, I'm I'm actually kind of intrigued to try it on Warlock, honestly. Okay, so I'll tell you, uh, Warlock. I mean, Storm, as expected, the supers aren't really any different, but the builds around it, the neutral game, can be really, really good. Uh, I wanted to try to stay on storm caller because it just seems like the newer thing to do and uh i forgot how like the blink thing is kind of like not really great well and it uses tons of your super but by, de by design i get it but like you don't really want to be doing that in pve at all no. um, maybe pvp but in pve the blink isn't that great of a movement and it uses so much of your super so like nope not doing that yeah. but it is nice to have that oh what is it from the thing from above so that when you cast your super it blasts down right away to uh the um landfall landfall yes and that is really helpful even in pve situations where uh you know you just kind of want to be in the air when you blast your super and poof, it goes down all around and then you can start moving and uh it is really nice but for now and I don't know how great this is going to be, and I'm, I'll, I'm sure I'll learn more builds and tune more things, but um, I started looking for builds with some things that I added in myself, and Plunder Debuti had uh, a build that he put out for Warlock, and um, really good loop for abilities where you can uh, get your super back pretty quickly and do grenade and melee almost all the time, and I was trying it in the new activity and had a blast, so... It does involve the new Warlock slide melee Thunderbolt thing, which is wild. That thing, I'm still getting used to. Again, that thing is really, really good in PvP because if you know how to use it well, it's you're pretty much killing Guardians like that, and it's, the movement's really good. But in PvE, I, well, in both, but like in, I just have to get used to it more. And, and remember, too, that I need to have a charged melee, of course. For it to work, but uh, I've been noticing that with this build, I'm getting my supers back quicker, supers lasting longer. I put back on Storm Dancer's Brace, which for the Warlock that uh, 
super each target you defeat with storm trance increases the damage dealt with it so it gets stronger and stronger over time and refunds super energy when storm trance ends so that nice. along yeah so that along with a build of putting in uh, let's see not to bore anyone here too much but yeah ashes ashes to assets two of those you know in the helmet gain bonus super energy on grenade kills so i'm kind of like getting my super back a lot quicker now and the super is lasting longer and it's a little stronger again you know storm storm trance isn't really going to be anything you want to use like on bosses or raids or whatever but i'm playing with this build for now because i want to have fun <laughs> i want to have fun yeah. right i want to give this yeah, a and again unless i mean or even a basic strike like storm trance can work oh yeah like, there's definitely nothing wrong like the only time you'll want to switch off for damage is legitimately a raid or you know higher level activity so yeah just have your fun for now mm -hmm. go for it yeah exactly yeah um, one of the seasonal mods focusing strike grants class ability energy when you cause damage with a melee attack. So again, building on that, all these things are kind of just building with each other. Yeah. Uh, they have the typical thermoshock plating again, so why not you know put that on because that's a cheap yeah. two mod, and that protects with solar and arc. And I love and then, that they've started doing those dual element things. Yeah. It's 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 just such a good thing to get. Like for anybody that doesn't, do you let that be like, because it's what second column again. Yes. But uh, yeah, let that be like the first thing you unlock on second column because it just makes things. It's super cheap. It's oh, two it's actually elements. third, but it's still yeah, it's oh, definitely the well, first thing I you unlocked on the third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just such a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, it really. And is. hilariously, it's usually beneficial to the seasonal in-game or group activity. So, because, mm -hmm. yeah, that's going to be a lot of also damage coming to King's Ball. <clears throat> the Solar and Arc. <laughs> yep, and then you do, and then it's recommended to do a, a Wells build with uh, with this too. So, um, you know, all the typical things. Oh, yeah, things. 100%. Yep. I find it so funny, though. Uh, just looking back to when they first released Elemental Wells, you know, back when Charged with Light and Warbind Cell builds were still, like, the go-tos. Like, everyone turned their nose up at, like, use, like, using weapons that matched your subclass. Like, that was such a bummer idea for a lot of people. Like, just in general. Mm -hmm. um, that I think it's funny now that with the subclass reworks it's like the best way to get the most out of your subclass is by matching elements and the elemental wells just I mean it's what they do <laughs> yeah oh and and a good recommended weapon with this and of course yeah you want to do the arc because this whole the nice thing about arc is it's even more than solar it's just because well, Solar didn't really do this, but arc, you just, any arc damage with weapons builds with all these builds. Yep. And so I'm running Machine Gun a lot, the new one, Plank's Stride. And the new fusion is so fun, the Delicate Tomb, Exotic Fusion. This thing is a blast. Yeah. I can't wait to get the catalyst for it, but it's 
the quest is bugged right now, the progression thing, of course. <laughs> and oh, so I'm just so running around have, working everything. I was going to say, we have a similar fusion rifle to this exotic already. Yeah. Um, the Coriolis Force from Beyond Light that you can get from Barracks is a horizontal spread fusion. Ah, uh, okay. So I just, I just think I, was, I thought it was funny reading that, and you know, reading that as horizontal. Yeah, just remembering that Coriolis Force is a unique fusion rifle. Yeah. Because unlike other fusions, that you know, the animation like sends bolt, like sends the bolts out like one by one. But Coriolis Force, because it's horizontal, is like an all-in-one. Like, all of your bolts are going out into one shot. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and this, of course, also adds um, the, ionic, the Ionic Traces come from this, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder what Which, the... Ca I haven't looked up what the Catalyst does. Uh, I did, but I don't so. remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I've, I 100% looked into this. I dove into... Uh, Light.gg. Um, <laughs> hilariously, the, uh, the the light ball exotic is actually in light.gg, so if you want to find out what that exotic does, you can see it already. <laughs> oh, you mean they the auto? Because they give you that as a, if you pre-order, or are you talking about a different Oh. Maybe so you can get light. it? Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, 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 that's fair, that's fair. I just thought it was like, uh, I'm not used to them giving weapons in pre-order boxes. No, so, yeah, this is kind of weird. And they deactivated that too, by the way. <laughs> Just today. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is why we they don't do this. <laughs> things things uh, will calm down. Just for the raid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I still thought um, it was funny to mention though. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Fun stuff. Oh, also, like, you know, I may not be able to play, but I've been, I've still been diving into the information. Uh, uh, fun stuff to find out. Uh, Hunter's new Super Gathering Storm. Mm -hmm. That thing does damage. Like, that thing legitimately does damage. Um, the only caveat is the fact that it does its damage in 11 seconds. Which doesn't sound great because, of course, Chaos Reach does its damage in 8 seconds, but it's bad. Chaos Reach is bad because the animation locks you into Chaos Reach and that's all you can do. Yeah. Gathering Storm, on the other hand, is Fire and Forget. For the most part. Nice. Um, but no, it does... At base, it does just like a couple thousand damage shy of a blade barrage. Like at base. That sounded nuts to me when I saw the numbers on it. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. <clears throat> me and oh, Kato. The Anarch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me and Kato, of course, have been talking like we, even without me playing He's, yeah. uh, we talk, we build craft, we look into things. Um, but we've been talking, and there's definitely like situations where that could be useful. And the fact that it 
apparently can actually stick into larger enemies to follow them, there can definitely be like a lot of instances where that could be useful. Like even though it's a long duration and, you know, 11 seconds, I mean, it's not going to help on certain bosses. Uh, but, you know, someone say like Rolk, that's a, that can probably last like the full 11 second and get full damage out of it while you're also free to deal more damage with your actual loadout. So it's a, it's an, it's a great concept and I love it. And I love the fact that they weren't afraid to allow it to deal some damage with it being, you know, like I said, a lingering effect, but yeah, it's a very interesting. Yeah. Well, what I want to try and even maybe in the raids is see if I can play off the warlock this season. Cause I, I like trying to stick with the new <laughs> thing if I can, but try to play off the warlock where, yeah, I won't be using my super at all during DPS. I'll just rely on go figure weapons, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but at least maybe I can be helping play the field and dealing with other ads yeah. even yeah, more than I ever was in the past. And I'm fine with that. Um, cause here's also another incredible thing. Um, with the patch notes that released with the season, they buffed like pretty much all arc super damage against like enemies by like a minimum of ten percent. So it's nice. Oh, and the amplified and then getting turbocharged is a blast. <laughs> oh, okay. You run so freaking fast and jump so high. In fact, it's an issue if you're like in an area where you have to get through a door or something like there's a ceiling. You don't, when you're supercharged, you don't want to jump because you'll miss it. <laughs> you got to remember those buffs and dares, like they give you that extra jump. Yeah. And that's what it feels like. Yeah. That extra movement. Yeah. And so when you're supercharged, or turbocharged or whatever the hell it's called, you get to keep it as long as you don't stop sprinting, even if your Amplified runs out. Amplified just allows you to get turbocharged, plus other things But uh, when you sprint. but um, So a lot of people will get supercharged and then just keep sprinting everywhere, but then it's hard in the catch ship because we're trying to go through doors and we're like, you know, missing because we're overshooting. And <laughs> it's funny. Nice. Uh... But yeah, so yeah. also, um, just general advice, uh, talking about build earlier. Um, I guess for those that don't want to look up builds, uh, just lean heavy into the ionic traces as much as you can. Um, because yeah. that's going to be the key to arc ability spam. Because I think that's one reason I played Stormcaller on Warlock as often as I did. Uh, because of the tree that had ionic traces, like you just got abilities so quickly when those things procked. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sure, they said they toned them down because the uptime is more. But still, like just that possibility and the fact that you can control them. And then plus the elemental, like, and definitely lean into elemental wells uh, because elemental wells, when you pick them up, also helps charge your abilities when you're matching a subclass. So, yeah, and that's, I guess that's just the general advice for my elemental builds, to be honest, is use wells and just try and go for, like, try and look for, like, the ability to spam stuff. It's just with arc, it's kind of universal by leaning into the ionic traces. Yeah. 
that is definitely the way to go. It's yeah, this, this one build, I just was lazy and didn't want to figure out everything, but then I even edited it a little bit where I, um, changed up the grenade because I just like pulse better. Even, even though the, the thunder, the, whatever the hell, um, storm grenade is really good. I just want to have something that's a little stronger for certain targets. Uh, and yep. then, um, there's one other small thing I changed, but you're right. It's building ionic building, um, uh, well, elemental wells and just having yeah. your abilities and supers come back if you can quicker, you know, yeah. and easy, like generic elemental wells, is like, a melee well maker. And mm -hmm. like, I think it's fun. Like font of mind is just super nice. Um, again, because you're matching subclasses now anyway, font of mind is use it. You, you, you will not be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, yeah, just, generate wells and like I said for art definitely use a crap I forget the name of the one it, it's funny because again <laughs> I'm not able to play but I'm still like build crafting crap in the sidelines because uh, I came up with an entire like just easy thing for Mr. Monkey. Um, which, like I said, that actually went pretty... There it is. Um, God, what's it called? Okay, yeah, it's still there. Oh, my God! <laughs> ah, Well of Striking and uh, Well of Ions. Probably will of striking a little less, but uh, well of ions actually uh, helps charge your next melee. So, yeah. Yes. Yep. No, thanks for the tip. Will of ions, I have on there too. It is a good tip. Yeah, I, I mean, because it. of ionic traces, like will of striking probably isn't going to be that great because it just gives you. It leans more into melee abilities, or melee uh, energy, which, like I said, may not even be needed with ionic traces, but definitely will of ions. I can, yeah. that, that, that's, I mean, come on. come on. What are you even doing? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, just spawn as many wells as you can, lean in Dionic Traces, and that should get you started on your very own ability spamming Arc 3.0 build. And I also suggest Stasis Arms for the armor, uh, because Grenade and Melee Kickstart are amazing abilities in PvE. Just saying. Yep. Well, um, you know, in the TWAB, they talk about King's Fall coming up in a few more details, but the raid race will be done by the time the podcast comes out. What I mean, good lord, they, they gave King's Fall a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I was so kind of happy and kind of disappointed that they went ahead and revealed it that day. It was like, yeah, we finally get to know for sure. Crap, it is King's Fall. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling surprised, you. but not all at the same time. <laughs> because yeah. every single like leak and spoiler and everything, even though things change a little bit, one thing never changed, and that was King's Fall. <laughs> and then also, even just the, the day before, uh, when really some screenshots were leaking out, 
well, the King's Fall screenshot leaked out too. So, uh, so uh, yep, it is. I am King's excited Fall. to see. Yeah, I'm. I am excited to see what they do, like how how they give it the vault treatment to make things. Like maybe they can fix a lot of King's Fall. Yeah, I know. Uh, to feel just a little, a little better flowy. Like I'll probably end up being watching like the braces as much as I can, just because. Yeah, like uh, they did such a good job in the trailer, though. Um, considering showing off like the stasis glacier grenade uh, in the dick wall. Yeah. Yep. That's going to we'll be have such mantles nice... for the ships. <laughs> We'll have all right. these things. Yeah. <laughs> we'll actually be able to mantle the ships. That is that, that is a miracle in and of itself. But yeah, just just using some of this like yeah. new movement capability. And also reminder, salva or yeah, salvation's grip. It launches stasis crystals, so if you're having a hard time getting over, maybe lob a couple of those around and use them as stepping stools. Mm-hmm. Bam. Well, I hope, at least for a while, too, that people will just take their time and go legit way. I know there's, like, shortcuts and shit. You can, like, sword up the wall and everything like that, but... I was just thinking that if that's still going to be there. I was about to say, can we now? Doesn't that function slightly different? Yeah, well, maybe we can't. But what I... Yeah, so... But for multiple reasons... Uh, and, and, you know, maybe it'll be good to find the shortcuts eventually if there's newer ways to do the shortcuts to save time through there. But oh, yeah. I hope there's some reasons to do it kind of the longer legit way. I don't know. That may sound stupid, but it's got to be an experience okay. at least for a little bit. Considering they showed us, like, them cheesing it out with a, a glacier grenade, I'm going to say they're not going to stop us from doing anything. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, something... But- Unless they've already changed, like I, like I said, I think the sword mechanics are different between D1 and D2. I think. Um, but. But, yeah. we could, but if you're super charged, we can still have things too, like um, Icarus Dash, uh, Solar Warlock, just super sorting across the way. Thunder Crash Titans are still a thing. Nope. I mean, are now a thing. You know what I mean? Um so there's going to be some shenanigans for sure, and stasis, like you mentioned. <laughs> so, 100%. yeah. Well, I wonder if they'll still have like a chest up there, you know, in that you go uh, up to the top to the um, the little bridge. I don't know. Here. Yeah, it'd be cool if because, they put a chest up there. Well, I mean, they didn't put any of the secret chests in the same place in uh in vault. Like those are in. Like the in between oh, yeah. chests were yeah. entirely new locations. That's now, right. to be fair, I think Vault had more variety because there was that entirely mostly unused space, uh, which now in D2 Vault is where Secret Chest occupies. So now we go that way to Gorgon's Maze. But originally, there was like no real purpose to take that way other yeah. than just being different. So I think Vault had more like, you know, unused spaces than King's Vault mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to see. Yeah, and Sweaty in the chat 
hasn't done D one. And so, you know, it was exciting for him to see the, 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 you know, um, Oh, what's the name of the map that they brought back from the Leviathan? Oh, crap. Uh, I don't know. <sighs> I hopped in a private match to check it out. It's not from uh, Leviathan. It's not Leviathan, from the Dreadnought. But you know what I meant. Yeah. But do you know I, the name of it, Sin? <laughs> I don't. I'm not very good with map names to begin with. Okay. Private match, map. <laughs> Cathedral of Dusk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, they brought that. Yep. Oof. Wow. Isn't that a huge one? I mean, it's decent kind size. Of, it's decent sized. From what yeah. I remember, it was really fun to do Rift on, and it seems like a good control map, also. Yeah. I mean, it, it, oh, it was greatly, it was great design because, uh, uh, much like the pyramid map that they, debuted rift on it was designed with like lanes in mind so if, if i'm thinking about the right the same one it was like it was lane so it had you know kind of clear defined ish routes yeah oh yeah this definitely has some lanes <laughs> oh, yeah and i love the outside one where you have the skybox of the outside of the dreadnought and you can just kind of see out into space okay yeah that that's definitely the one then because yeah i mean it, it was also huge by D1 standards, let's be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it definitely wasn't first light huge, but it was pretty big for being not a huge map. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's definitely the same one. And oh, I, I can't wait to. I can outweigh. That was one of my favorite maps in D1, even though everyone hated it in D1. <laughs> no, it, it's good that they, they added it in. So. Oh, yeah. Well, when you're talking about watching the raid race, uh, speaking of, they said in the TWAB, Professor Bromance is going to be doing a raid day tailgate where he will have uh, a party stream kind of showing the raid race and different teams. Broman and Rec will break down the raid race. I mean, of course, you can watch anywhere you want, but uh, this was just mentioned in the TWAB uh, in case you want uh, that. But I don't know, Des, do you want to? I don't know if there's much else in the TWAB. Unless you have something you wanted to mention. I mean, legitimately, the TWAB is... Arc 3.0 is out. Uh, you can order a King's Fall Ring, or maybe that's the belt. I don't know. I, okay. No, I, the I belt, really it's both. Too much to... The ring is if okay. you complete the raid within a week. September 6th, I okay. believe. Or is that two weeks? Once, a, once again, it's, it's a nice ring. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, you know, anyone that ever wanted to wear Orcs' face on their finger. Uh, but no, so I mean, yeah, it's it's cool. Um, yeah, they're they pretty much tell you a bunch of D two is essentially free on the Epic Store. You know, because Fortnite crossover stuff. I gotta say though, I loved that like uh the Warlock armor. Mm-hmm. For the the crossover thing, I absolutely love warlock armor. Um, oh, um, they tell us the the winner yeah. of the exotic ornament. Drum roll, please. Actually, it was a pretty close race between the two um, that didn't win. 
because both of them got around 27%, and that's uh, Rat King and Sweet Business. So we're getting a new Arbalest ornament. <laughs> we are. I was kind of, I was, I was hoping for Sweet Business to win, but, you know, Arbalest is still going to be cool. Um, <laughs> at least it's used. Like, it is definitely, like, a very well-used exotic, so. <laughs> especially, especially with the new Hunter Chest exotic piece. Um, I got sent a video where apparently, um, using the new Hunter Chest, Going invisible and breaking invisibility, Arbalest will one shot body shot. Uh, six resilience and below guardians. Or maybe five resilience and below. Either way, kinda nutty. Kinda nutty. So if you get. If, uh, yeah, if you, if you swear that that Arbalest didn't headshot you. It might not have. <laughs> yeah, it might not have. It, it might not have. Um, yeah, it's it was a little dumb. Um, but yeah, they tested that uh, Hunter Exotic. And Arbalest just works very well because it being a linear fusion, by the time you start charging it, you break invisibility. And the Exotic gives you bonus damage after breaking invisibility. So just Arbalest is a very efficient weapon to use with it because, again, you start charging, invisibility breaks, and by the time you shoot, you have the bonus damage. Whereas other weapons need, like, usually a second shot to capitalize on the bonus damage. But yeah, it's nutty. Um, if you want to one-shot body shot people in PvP with Arbalest, uh, be a hunter and get the chest piece and go invisible. Yep. It's, it's, it's a nightmare. I will say that. All right. Well, let's also get people excited for and remind everyone that we have one more week left on our August Lore Extravaganza mm -hmm. contest. Indeed. Indeed. So we're still taking still the entries. Send them in. Yes. Uh, you can no longer predict what um, that's something I said. I don't know. Either way, um, <laughs> whatever the rules were. Um, but no. Uh, but yeah, we're still, of course, taking questions for the raffle portion, predictions for further down the line, perhaps. Mm -hmm. um, we got some good predictions in here. Like, why, why are you guys so smart? No, um, we, and we have a lot of lore questions too, and. I haven't put one in there not to enter the contest, but just when Des has time to get an answer. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the one I put in. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot in there. Um, there is. Yeah. Retro has oh, a question contest. Uh, yeah, let's just explain it again. We have for the month of August a contest where you can enter in our lore channel in the Discord, and we have a thread called... Is it... Uh, Lore Extravaganza. Lore Extravaganza. I just wanted to make sure. And there's two parts to the contest. You can check at the top. Uh, I believe Des explains it. Uh, or maybe the explanation is actually in the Lore Talk channel. But anyways, I'll tell you here. What it is for the month of August is you can get in a Lore Question is one category. Uh -huh. And the Lore Questions are just going into a big pot 
um, you know, their their purpose is to obviously be answered, but then we will run a contest against that where RNG based, we will Des will pick a winner and that person will win an Amazon gift card. And then the second category is you can give a lore prediction, which we said based on, I believe, predictions you think for Lightfall. You know, we do know more now, but you can still yeah. give predictions. Oh, it was, you said going into the next season, I believe, actually. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Either going into the next season or again, we actually were not given really as much information as we were about Witch Queen. So yeah. to be fair, lore predictions into Lightfall can still be open because we still don't know exactly why we're doing a lot of what we're doing. So like I said, if you can predict like filling in the gaps or predict maybe what's going to happen next season to bridge, you know, because again, Final seasons for the past couple years have directly related to how we go into the next expansion. Like the first and last seasons are like super connected to what's going on in the overarching story. And the middle two usually are kind of like their own thing, sort of. But yeah, the first and last are normally very connected. So again, you can predict what's going to happen in the next season to connect us to Lightfall. Yes. And on that one, entries will just be judged. Des will pick one, and then that'll be another award. So Indeed. Yep. And, uh, I mean, since next week, the month ends on Wednesday, we could potentially start going through this. We'll, we'll look <laughs> at our schedules and see what we're doing that night. But, uh, yeah, we can at least start chipping away at some answers and uh, see if we'll have the contest winners announced on that show. Stay tuned. We'll let you know. Get your entries also. in if you haven't, people. What even are you doing? Yeah, coming coming to a podcast near you. Just takes a question. Who knows? You might win. Um, and also, thank you, uh, Speaks, for the very kind words. Um, even though I'm not doing the Festus Index anymore. But it's fine. Uh, again, as long as that in-game function is working well, um, I, like I said, I, I've outgrown my usefulness, so it's fine. It's I will fine. not become the villain just yet. <laughs> <laughs> you moved into another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else we want to talk about for this week? Sin, Des, Sin, live update. I'm going back and uh, decrypting Engrams at the Crown of Sorrow because I haven't done all the patterns from last season yet. So okay. I figured it was some some stuff that I could do. Yeah, that's a thing. Doesn't sound like <laughs> something I would want to do, but it is a thing. <laughs> it is definitely a thing. But it clears up all the Engrams that have been lingering, so it's not a bad thing. No, no, it's not a bad thing. Play the game how you want, for sure. And it is nice that those things stick around. You can still, of course, focus the weapons and the armor. It's not like we have to do only this seasonal stuff now that it's out. Yeah, those weapons are still kind of annoying to get. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I do like the change that if you get a new seasonal weapon, so one that has a pattern that you can um, shape, which basically all the seasonal weapons do... You can just, if it's not 
an RNG drop that you want, you can just dismantle it and it'll immediately count towards the weapon progress. One out of five or two out of five or whatever. Well, any red border that has a catalyst, it has a pattern, not any red border. Yeah. So I wanted to ask about that. Is is there a way to like cheat the system by extracting the element and then dismantling it? Or if once it loses this red border, it becomes like ineligible to progress the pattern. Uh, yeah, good question. I thought they said something in the patch notes. I feel like they said, I should know that answer, but I feel like they said, you can, oh, we'll also do you, something. You can get more neutral element by completing the pattern and then dismantling the weapon. Yeah. Um, but by but dismantling the weapon early will give you like half as much neutral element as like fulfilling the pattern and extracting it. That's all oh. I read. Yeah, okay. So, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, now there is supposedly some, maybe not directly related to that, but I saw some cheese. I didn't look into it. Supposedly you can do something that you can easily shape any of the, uh, or get the patterns for any. There is some cheese out there, but I think it's more specific, not on the elements, but getting the patterns even quicker, I think. Who knows? It's it's something. If people can look for that if if they want. I don't know the exact answer. I'm still just happy though because I've gotten a couple of the red bar seasonal weapons, and uh, they weren't rolls that I cared about, and then and they weren't higher level either. So I'm like, okay, dismantle, and like, ooh, I saw a weapon weapon pattern progress, one out of blah blah or whatever, you know. And then so it was nice. So the new LFR is, uh, from what I can tell, looks like it's going to be nice. You can do an enhanced firing line. There's some other enhanced perks on there. Look like they will pair nicely with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else, Des? <coughs> nope. Sorry. Yes. Frog in the throat. Um, Frog in the throat. <laughs> all right. Uh, nothing directly offhand. Um, no. Yeah. Okay. I'm no worries. Light to yeah. up. I mean. Tom basically goes over information we went through, so yeah, it's a good twab, but nothing that we need to focus on too much. So uh, we we gave exactly. we gave the good points in there. Okay, and we went over Which a bunch of yeah. notes like previously, and so yeah, it's all good yeah. stuff. Um, and I'm just left here, or I'm just stuck standing here, like twiddling my thumbs because there went my segment. <laughs> Well, we will, and I'm trying to decide if I want to start focusing on broken issues again. I just don't have time to care about <laughs> that. Right. There seems All right. to be so many pop-up now. Yeah. It's a new season. A lot of stuff's uh, weird right now, but they're already fixing a lot quickly, too. Right. Okay, well, everyone get at it. We'll be talking next week, of course our first impressions on the revamped brought back King's Fall Raid. Hopefully it's amazingly better than we even expected, but you know, Hopefully. it'll at least be a little better. At least. At, at least. least. I, I do have a feeling they will fix a couple of choke points potentially. Because again, they did make, like Vault didn't overall flow different, but they did make a couple of the Meh encounters feel better, so. Mm-hmm. 
I do wonder, uh, any raid first or yeah, spread this message. I want to know if you can still kill yourself in the opening when you dunk the orbs into the statues. Yeah, and the cheeses the too in the little in the little um maze area, you know, the dark area, and you could just kill yourself mm, in one yeah. area, it would teleport you to another area. Yeah, we need to we need people to check those. Like definitely try and for for all statue dunk dunkers, try and splat yourself in the ceiling. <laughs> and if you don't know how to do it, it's easy. Just do a little jump, start to deposit. And if you hit it just right, you will rock it to the ceiling and like kill yourself. <laughs> I love people's like first reaction to that. Um, because I actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think I did it when we did our uh, revisit of the D1 raids. So there was like that initial confusion. It's like, wait, why did he? Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> People need to check that. All right. Well, um, let's tell the listeners where people can find us, just because we like to do that at the end. Why not, Des? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me, of course, on Twitter at the underscore Raven. You can find me, of course, in various discords, um, usually lurking. But, hey, I can be brought out with a tag. And pretty much every lore channel, I have notifications to every comment or question. That's right. You see them. All of them. You can't hide from me. Then? They can find me not currently thunderclapping cheeks, because Ark's broken. But you can find me on Twitter at sin underscore media. Kingsley, tickle McFingers. Take us out. Ark's not broken, just resilience. Ark. Exactly. <laughs> And also, yes, Twitter is still non-existent. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I'm All right, you can find me as Kingsley Mac, all the places except for on Twitter, I'm MC Kingsley. But more importantly, you can find our show on Twitter at The Guardian Hub or on our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sin. Thank you, Des. Thank you, Thank everyone you Kingsley. in the live chat. Thank you, Kingsley. You're welcome. (laughs) And we'll catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Bye. show you who's in the thing in the roster now. In what thing? If anyone uh, wants to live chat, raise your hand too for After Dark. Who's listening? Like they actually show on the roster, they have like the icon for the stage next to the people's name that are actually listening. I mean, sure, it's easier to look at the stage, but still. Oh, they, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they showed in the other roster too now. Um, draft day, I invited mobile, you. Uh, Mobile updated and my entire like pop-up is broken. So now I can't actually see when I mute myself, but I can now hear it.
Des, that was worth it just for that reaction. I'm going to ask that. All messages notify me. You don't have to tag me. <laughs> it's like entirely still unnecessary. Tag anyways. It's still fun to tag. Right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, really? <laughs> all the messages and all the places. Graf, are you excited for the new season, the pirate season? Um, I think I got like 30 minutes on so far. Okay. Nice. Did you try the pr- new activity? Bunch of people running around, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Oh, what were you doing <laughs> in 30 minutes then? <laughs> just... I think I did like that first story mission and get gotcha, to the tower. Gotcha. And... Yeah, so you only got through the boring stuff. Get to the fun stuff. I'm over here cheese crafting <laughs> the seasonal weapons at the Enclave. Yes. Sorry, I didn't hear back to you on that. No, you're good. I figured it out. I found Cheese's video. So, so, how so what is this? it exactly? You just go put put on the weapons, the sidearm, linear fusion, shotgun, scout rifle, machine gun, put them in your, equip them, go craft any weapon, and it'll give you, it thinks you crafted those, and it'll give them to you in the, in the triumph, and there's one for this week for crafting three weapons. Yeah. If you put all three on, uh, a kinetic, a special, and a heavy, you'll get that done for crafting one weapon. Oh, so it's more for the triumph. Than and to else. get the seal, there's a seal thing you've got oh, to craft. Which is helpful, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got to craft all the weapons. So okay, you can shape it any weapon. Actually, do anything other than the triumph, but I do like that. Well, that's not that. me. Yeah. 